everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, let's talk about skincare. We've talked certainly about the importance of self-care quite a lot on this show. And what could be a better way to invest in self-care than by getting yourself some of the best skincare on the planet? Now, I have learned a lot since getting my first Botox injection about the importance of medical-grade skincare. There is a world of difference between what you buy in a drugstore, what you buy in a department store, and when you're talking about medical-grade skincare. Now, one of the companies that I use, have used for gosh, quite a long time, I bought it first at my Botox appointment, is Globiotics. We've actually interviewed the founders on this very show. Check out Globiotics.com. It's probiotic-based, medical-grade skincare. It's exceptional. And we've got a 20% off deal for you. Just use code thekellyoshow at Globiotics.com and you'll get 20% off. You're welcome. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Kelly O Show and welcome to episode 10 in my 10 episode mini mini series on my top 10 weight loss mistakes and how I'm fixing them. I am so proud of this series that I've done. It has been overwhelming to hear from so many of you ladies who have sent me private messages or tagged me in your posts that, you know, hey, you're listening to this and it is You feel like I'm speaking to you. You feel like I'm reading your mind. Um, I just knew it. I knew that if I started sharing these very personal issues that I've been getting past, that it would resonate with so many of you because I just know, I know from experience, I've talked to many, many women who have gone through um, or dealt with or I've observed are making the same mistakes that I have. And today is the final episode. I will have two bonus episodes going live early next week. And then we will get back into our regular sequence where 50% of my shows are going to be interviews and 50% of my shows will be Kelly O solo shows. But um, I am very pleased that I decided to go forward with this mini series. The Again, the response from all of you has been overwhelming. And I'm so glad that this is helping you because even just this morning, you know, I have not been 
feeling well. The past couple of days, I actually had to call in sick and stay in bed on Tuesday. Thank heavens, a day of rest helped me get better. Um, but yesterday, I just had some stomach problems, and I actually had to take a Prilosec. I had such a like a churning and a grinding in my stomach, and I ended up like right before bed making myself some plain um, gluten free toast. And that wasn't in my macros, right? It was just an off day. And I woke up this morning and I weighed myself and the scale was up two pounds. Now, I'm objectively able to look at that and say, okay, um, I didn't gain two pounds overnight. I know that. But it still is kind of a mind screw, right? When you get on the scale and you see that, and then you're like, oh, it's because I had that toast. I mean, you just get into that completely irrational line of thinking. But the good thing is, because I've made these changes that I'm talking about in this series, I was able to have a mature dialogue with myself. And yes, I do actually have an internal dialogue with myself where I talk to myself and I talk myself out of irrational Kelly, who's giving into inner bitch Kelly and inner bitch Kelly wants Kelly. Yeah, I'm talking about myself in the third person, people. I'm okay with it. Inner bitch Kelly wants Kelly to give up. Inner bitch Kelly wants Kelly to go to Burger King drive through um, and get a Whopper with cheese and fries and a Diet Coke and eat it in the car on the way home and not tell anybody. Inner bitch Kelly wants Kelly to give up, binge the whole weekend, feel bad about herself, stay home and eat pizza all weekend, and then start some new diet on Monday. And I don't give in to inner bitch Kelly anymore because I recognize, number one, she's a bitch. Number two, she's sidetracked me enough of my life. And number three, my number one priority is staying the path and maintaining consistency and not giving into these destructive, not helpful thoughts. I'm able to see it now. I'm able to see that like, hey, the one of the worst things you can do, KO, yeah, talk to myself like that. One of the worst things you can do is stop going. One of the worst things you can do is give up. The best thing you can do is maintain consistency. In fact, I was sharing this on my Instagram this morning. One of the number one tips that I get from Alex, my coach, every single week when she reviews my check-in, I just want to see even more consistency. The more you can dial in your macros and get really like you're doing good, but you'll have one day where your fiber's off. Or you're doing good, or you'll have one or two days where your protein's too low. Like, Let's get it up to where it's consistent. And that really is when I look back over, you guys have heard me share this. When I look back over the past three years, there have been some big ups and big downs. You know what that's a reflection of? Inconsistency. Now, there have been reasons in my life for inconsistency. Um, you know, I've worked with certain people, like you've heard me reference, I had um, a six or seven month experience working with a dietitian. I took her advice. I didn't agree with it. That was inconsistency in my results because I was listening to bad advice. It is what it is. There were inconsistencies because of last year. I had seven months, as you know, that overlapped into the beginning part of this year, seven months of chronic migraines where probably 78 to 80% of the time, I was parked on the couch, lying down in pain, unable to work, unable to work out, just like a sloth. That was inconsistency in sleep, inconsistency in eating, inconsistency in workouts. So there's been a lot for me. When I look back over the past three years and I, I 
think about my results, I also have to remind myself what, look at your experience, Kelly. Like, can you look back over the past three years and say, gosh, why do I, why is there a time period where I was really seeing good results in a time period where I was really gaining weight? Were you consistent in those three years? Were you on point with your macros and your program and your your weight training program and your diet program? Absolutely not. I was working with different trainers, working with different dietitians on different programs, you know, up and down and, and having sicknesses and, and all kinds of issues. So inconsistent um, activity means inconsistent results. And that's the key. So the number one thing I'm focusing on is consistency. And in today's episode, I'm wrapping up this series with a really important, and it's a perfect segue actually based on what I just said, a really, really important focus. And that is this, we all would benefit so greatly if we could do one thing And it doesn't matter if you've been on your fitness journey for five years, 10 years, six months, two weeks. It doesn't matter when you started. It doesn't mean you have to quote unquote start over. But if starting today, you could say to yourself, I'm going to follow in the footsteps of Adele. I'm going to follow in the footsteps of, I think it was Kelly Osborne. Granted, she had weight loss surgery. So that's a little bit of a sidebar, but The point is, you've heard me talk about this before, and because I'm realizing how important this is and because this is something I'm really committed to doing, I'm going to relaunch and and really get re-engaged with my Facebook group called A Year of You First. I really want all of you ladies to start realizing and embracing this idea of giving yourself a year, dedicating and committing to yourself a year to change your habits, make yourself a priority, put you first, make this the next year. And don't make it, you know, if you're starting on January 1st, if you're listening to this in January 1st of coming years, so be it. The point is giving it a year. There's so much we've done wrong to ourselves by following And it doesn't necessarily mean that these are bad. I've definitely been a fan of challenges. You guys have heard me talk about that before. Hey, this is this 30, I'm going to focus on this this month. I'm going to focus on um, doing a different workout every day for the next 90 days. You know, that can be a fun challenge. There's nothing wrong with challenges. I do think sometimes though, some of us can use those challenges that are put out by different fitness companies or weight loss companies or workout companies. And it's not like they're bad guys. Okay. I'm not painting them as bad guys, but we then think that we have to have those dramatic 90 day transformations that we see in their advertising photos and guys and gals don't judge them. I mean, they're, we live in a capitalistic society and I'm all for it. There is nothing wrong with using Um, before and after pictures to market your service. And some people who are in a, you know, state of physical fitness or physical wellness, if they can go on a diet and work out in 90 days and, and really see remarkable results, that's freaking awesome. Most of the people who listen to this show, a lot of you have a lot of the same health concerns I do that mean your body has some other healing to do. Your body has um, 
some more work that you need to do to get it in shape so that it can respond to those types of things. And that's why we really want to focus on, hey, I'm going to give this a year. I'm going to start changing the way I do everything. And I'm going to commit to the long term so that these are habits that stick. I don't just say, hey, I'm going to deprive myself and go on some crazy, you know, keto diet for 12 weeks. And then I'm going to go off of it. Like we want to make life changes. We want to transform from the inside out and make it a permanent transformation. I mean, really, ultimately, isn't that what we all want to get in the best shape of our lives so that we look good and feel good and function optimally, but so it's permanent. So we're not back at the starting, starting gate again. You only do that when you really make lifestyle changes. And as a sidebar, let's just talk about some of these extreme weight loss television shows. Think about the reason why over, I I believe I'm, I'm just going from memory. My understanding is that the research shows over 95% of the people on those shows gain all the weight back and more. Why? Because they were put through an extreme weight loss. Even I think one of them is even the show was even titled Extreme Weight Loss or something, but they're put through an extreme diet, extreme working out, extreme set of circumstances for a very short amount of time where they have like trainers up in their face every second. And then it's like they're set free and they're, they've never been taught behavioral changes. They, they're set free without any of the support mechanisms that they had while they're in that boot camp, right? Of course, that's destined to fail. So, We all know and understand the concept that the way we make sustainable change, slow and steady wins the race. Do the research. It shows people who lose weight more slowly keep it off. The faster people lose weight and the more dramatic they, they lose weight. You know, if you have somebody who's like, I lost 20 pounds in six weeks, it's highly likely they will gain it back. If not some of it, all of it or more of it. It, it is what it is. So if, if more of us can embrace this idea that, you know what, and this is, you guys, this is a point I've made in pretty much every one of these episodes. I've said, when you look at your life, when you look at your body, where it is right now, and you say to yourself, I'm frustrated, I'm at a plateau, I feel like I've been stuck forever. I don't understand. I eat right. I work out. Why is it that no matter what I do, I can't lose weight? If that's you, I really urge you to consider what I did, which is, okay, um, if I've been going at it myself, you know, and, and, and everything I've been doing, I've been doing kind of a similar version of it give or take for the past three, four or five years. I've been like, for me, it was, I'd always, I would always add more cardio, try to fit in more workouts, try to tighten up my diet more, try to add in more fasting, more denial of food, you know, eat less, work out a lot more. I, that was my mojo. And it was, that was what I always went back to. And I would always see some results. And then I would hit a plateau. Even when I look back to about, I think it was like a little over a year ago. I, you guys have heard me reference this on the show too. I have analyzed 
um, in great detail the last three years. Cause there are times when I look back over my Instagrams and I'm like, Oh my gosh, look how great I was looking there. And so I've, I know exactly in 2017, 2018, and last year, 2019, exactly when I was crushing it, when I went off track, um, what was taking me off track and, and what happened at, at each phase of these. And it's funny because it's almost like each year it was halfway through the year, you know, 2017, I was doing really, I was making really, really great progress when I hired my trainer the second half of the year. I was crushing it the second half of the year. And the first half of the year was okay, but I really made killer progress the second half of 2017 when I hired a trainer. I made a big change. And then the beginning part of 2018, I I think it was about a month in, I kind of had a, you know, breakup with my trainer. Um, there was just some issues there with Gold's Gym. I didn't want to work out there anymore. And we started working out at Lifetime. So I broke up with Gold's Gym. I broke up with my trainer. And kind of started winging it on my own. And I'd made a lot of progress, but the truth is I still wasn't the size I wanted to be. I still wasn't the weight I wanted to be. I still hadn't lost. I didn't feel comfortable in a bikini. I felt really good in a lot of clothes, but I still was like, I can't lose this weight around my belly. You know, like I was still not there. So I'd made progress. I I had never reached my goal. And then I started kind of floundering. And so I hired that dietitian. I asked my friend Amanda. She recommended this dietitian. That was one of the worst pieces of advice I've ever followed in my life. One of the worst experiences. You guys have heard me share this on the show. I worked with that dietitian for a little over half a year, gained more weight, and got fatter than I have in the past five years. Horrible. Hey everybody, let's talk about red light therapy. If you haven't yet heard my interview with Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy, I want you to definitely go check out that show at thekellyoshow.com. I firmly believe, the more research that I do on this topic, I firmly believe every one of us should have a Mito Red Light in our house and be participating in, you know, by my understanding, five to 10 minutes of red light therapy a day. The health benefits are extensive. And let me just give you a quote. This is actually from Dave Asprey's website. Red light therapy works from the inside out to enhance mitochondrial function in cells. This in turn leads to several skin benefits. Red light decreases inflammation in the skin, smooths skin tone, repairs sun damage, fades scars and stretch marks, and even builds collagen in the skin, which reduces wrinkles. It also heals wounds and can prevent recurring cold sores or herpes simplex. Red light works on the lymphatic system to improve the body's detoxification abilities by increasing blood flow. It can even stimulate hair growth in the hair follicles. This is just a touch of the benefits that they're seeing from red light therapy. It is extensively studied. And once I interviewed Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy on the show, I literally was like every, I told my man, I said, you have to start doing this. I'm going to start doing it every single day, twice a day. This is a priority, and I strongly encourage you to check out Mito Red Light. You can use the code The Kelly O Show to get 5% off their already ridiculously competitive rates. And when I say that, do your own research. One of the things that impressed me the most about Scott is he founded his company, Mito Red Light, because he'd known about the benefits of red light therapy but wanted to provide an affordable option. This is for you. Start today. 
So then I branched into, you know, 2019, which was last year, thinking it was going to be my comeback year. And I started working out and then I moved from Austin to San Antonio, um, end of March, early April, we went on vacation. I came back shortly thereafter. I started getting headaches. The headaches just progressively got worse every month. They turned into migraines. I ended up with chronic migraines for seven months. Couldn't work, couldn't work out. So like, I know precisely what's gone on in my life the past three years, but you know what I did every single time that I, I, I would get, pick myself up, I, I had the downtime, right? It was the dietitian experience. Then it was the migraine experience. Um, and I, I'm like, okay, this is my comeback. It's time for me to fix myself, right? Every single time, do you know what my attitude was? How fast can I make this happen? I don't like where I'm at. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I feel. I'm so frustrated that I've never reached my goal. How can I make this happen faster, quicker, Um, more expediently than ever before. That's human nature, people. And my trend has always been, like I said a few minutes ago, extreme dieting. How can I deny myself as much as possible? Because you know what the thing is? I am impatient. We are all impatient. We all want overnight results. Don't kid yourself and say that you don't. We all do. Even though I'm telling you right now, I'm giving it a year. I, if somebody told me I could pay them half a million dollars and they would, would guarantee me that within 30 days I would be at the weight I want to be, that I would be, you know, without the jiggle, that I would have <laughs> plastic surgery, I would pay it. I would find, I would move hell and high water to do that. I, I would never tell you that I wouldn't. Anybody that could sell that could just retire forever and own the world. It's not reality. But this is what I've challenged you guys in, in every one of these episodes. Look back at what you've been doing. If you're stuck, if you feel like you've been stuck, if you constantly are that person who's saying, I don't know why I eat healthy all the time. I work out. I guess I just must have a body that can't respond. Have you been doing anything remarkably different? Have you really changed things? Because even when I shared with you guys just what happened in in the last three years, when did I make the most progress? I made the biggest bump in a, in positive progress when in 2017, I hired my trainer Blaine and I started training with him four days a week. And during that time, and this references the other show I did in this series about self-care, I made self-care a priority. I went to the chiropractor once a week. I went to see my therapist once a week. I went to get my deep tissue massage two times a week. I invested in myself. And when I would go train with Blaine, this was when I was still running my last company, I would tell my employees, I'm like, here's the deal. I will be gone for an hour and a half. I will not be answering my phone. I'm not checking my emails. I am out. I haven't I haven't had that mindset in two years because I've been such a workaholic, obsessed with, you know, fixing business, making myself, you know, get to a seven-figure business overnight. Everything has to be overnight. I I, I feel like I expect myself to be Wonder Woman. And that is very common in women, in high achievers, type A people like me. It's not good for you. So when you think back to everything you've done, you've got to ask yourself, if, if, if you're tempted to say, well, I guess I'll just keep plugging along. One of these days, maybe it'll work. If that's your attitude, I just want to say like, how's that been working out for you? 
Because that's really what led me to make the decision seven weeks ago to hire Alex as my trainer, because I had to do the reality check with myself. I had to, you know, leave my ego at the door and go, okay. So I got better after seeing a neurologist the, at the last day of January, 2020. I started working out a little by little in February. By March 1st, I was able to work out again like a normal person. I think I was doing four workouts a week versus six. Slowly worked my way up. I think by May, I was back at six workouts a week. So I remember getting to the end of May and it was again, February, March, April, May, and then part of June, whenever it was. I remember having this moment because somebody on Instagram said, you've been working so hard. You inspire me. You know, how, what are your results like? And they weren't being douchey. They were just like, you must've lost so much weight. Like they actually, I think they said that they said, you look good. And at that moment I was like, um, I just had this embarrassing, humbling moment of realizing I've been counting my calories. I've been at 1600 caloric deficit. I've been working out consistently, getting my 10,000 steps in a day for four plus months. And I'm at exactly the same weight and measurement and pant size and dress size that I was four months ago. I could have and should have easily been maybe five to 10 pounds lighter, but I wasn't. And that's when I had to say, okay, Kelly, you know a lot of information and you're doing a lot of the right things. You're taking your supplements, you're focusing on sleep, but something's not clicking and you no longer have the ability to fix yourself clearly because what I'm doing, it's not working out for me. And that's why I made the change to hire Alex. And although my inner Kelly will always want overnight results and if someone again showed up and offered me those and I you know could guarantee it I would be tempted don't kid yourself i'm smarter and wiser enough to know and luckily i have the amazing opportunity to have been able to hire alex mazurko as my coach and the reason i talk about her like this is because go listen to my interview with her i have i met alex because of her story I found her on Instagram. I think I was researching adrenal fatigue or something like that. I wanted to find somebody else who was dealing with the same crap I was dealing with. And and I stumbled on her Instagram and it was when, I think I stumbled on her probably a year and a half ago, maybe. And she was sharing pictures of how she had been this bikini competitor in, you know, amazing shape. And then she went through this period where her body like revolted against her. I'm pretty sure I'm telling her story correctly when she very abruptly gained, you know, she stopped competing, gained 40 pounds, then gained another 10 pounds, you know, and she's even shorter than me. So like, you know, when you gain 10 pounds and you're 5'5", it shows. When you're 5'2", I think Alex is 5'2 or 5'3", you know, she gained that much weight, it shows even more. And she's in her 20s. This kind of stuff doesn't necessarily just happen when your hormones break down as you're older. This is happening to more and more women when they're younger. Listen to my interview with Lori Christine King. I'll link that up as well. Or just do a sh- you know show notes search on thekellyoshow.com for some of these people. These are women in their 20s who have experienced massive hormonal imbalance and had to heal their bodies in order to get their bodies to function 
like a normal person and respond like a normal person's body would to diet and exercise. There absolutely is something to be said about the fact that if your body's not healthy, it won't respond to the normal measures of caloric restriction and, you know, exercise. Clearly, I'm an example of that, you guys, because you can ask my fiance. You can, anybody, if there was a hidden camera in my house, you would see. I was eating at a caloric deficit. There were no like binges, no secret pizza outings, no secret donut outings. I mean, I was eating on point and certainly having my cheat days, obviously, but I was accounting for those. And I was not losing an inch, not losing a pound, not making, just staying exactly the same. And what's interesting is here I am working with Alex. I'm in a reverse diet. I'm eating 400 calories more a day. I'm doing zero cardio versus you know, six days of cardio, six workouts. I'm working out four days a week, lifting heavy, and that's it. And not only am I not gaining weight, but I'm actually slowly losing weight and I've lost inches. That's remarkable. But I fully expect that and I expect more of that. And I fully trust Alex because, again, what I started saying five minutes ago is I have the beautiful opportunity to see in Alex and just scroll back through her Instagram and see she's been where I've been. She's taken the time to heal herself. She's actually learned a lot of lessons that now I don't have to learn because I can use her experience. And when I look at her and I see where she's at now, I just have to keep reminding myself, she gave it a year. She healed herself for a year. She learned to embrace and respect herself at 20 pounds heavier, at 40 pounds heavier, when she was 50 pounds heavier than she is right now. And now she's reaping the rewards. And she also knows she's going to stay that way. She didn't do some extreme detox diet. She healed herself and she's learned so much. And what an amazing thing that woman is doing by helping other women like me and the other coaches in this level 10 coaching group. They're helping so many women see the light. Do you know how inspiring it is for me? I mean, just go follow. They didn't ask me to say this stuff. All of this stuff is not sponsored. I'm just saying it because I want to help all of you. Go follow Level 10 Coaching. Go follow Joelle Samantha, who's, I believe, like, I don't know, she's the original founder or the co-founder or what, but when you see how many stories they share of women and they'll show like a before and after, and, and it's just every day you'll see a story of, and and all ages, these women are all ages, all life experiences, and, and they'll they'll say, here's this woman who's down four pounds, she's eating a thousand more, I saw one today, they showed they said she's down four pounds, has gone down a size, has lost inches. She's eating a thousand more calories a day, has upped her fiber 25 grams a day and um, is doing no cardio. Like, and it's, this is, you know, the point about cardio, you guys, is not to say that cardio is evil, but for a lot of us that have this extreme dieting and extreme working out history, What cardio, when cardio can be bad for you is when all you're doing is adding a lot of high intensity activity, which is stress on the body, which affects everything that we're trying to heal. Right now, based on my understanding, a lot of what my doctor and Alex are both saying is we need to heal your cortisol and your adrenal, Kelly, 
because your adrenal situation, because that affects everything else. So I have to make sure that I, um, you know, I lift weights, but that's slow, steady. Um, it's not high intensity. It's not plyo. It's not stressful. And I'm building strength. I'm getting rest. When I feel sick, the first thing I do is go back to bed. I prioritize self-care. I prioritize downtime. I'm getting back into my morning routine. I'm meditating in the middle of the day. Everything I can do to pour into myself, put myself first, prioritize my wellness and healing myself. And then the last layer of this, and I think this is going to have to be the bonus show, another bonus show, is adding in a prioritization on respecting where I am right now and loving myself. Because you know what? We hear that word self-love. We hear that word embrace your body, body positive, all of that stuff. And I don't think we really realize what it means because we're so used to beating ourselves up in our mind behind the scenes. We're so used to picking ourselves apart. We're so used to being disgusted by what we see in the mirror and the constant negative self-talk. The more that we can learn to say, like, I, I, this is the very mental conversation I had with myself this morning. I was going to take some pictures with my tripod in my kitchen for Instagram. And I was taking these pictures and each one, I, I would take the picture and then I would look at the picture and all I could see is I was like, oh, look how fleshy my arms look. Oh, look at that. Look at that fat that's right between my tank top and my arm. Oh, and I was literally just like picking myself apart. And I'm like, I had to remember what my therapist told me to say. She goes, when you start saying that to yourself, back up and go, you know what? This isn't helpful. And so that was the first thing I said to myself. And I'm like, you know what? Remember where you're at, Kelly. Remember what your body has been through. You were sick for seven freaking months last year. And you came back and you gave it the college try and you got your, your metabolism revved up and now you've hired a trainer, but you're on the healing journey. Accept yourself for where you're at. You're a beautiful woman on the inside and out. You have ethics. You have integrity. You're a loyal friend. You are in love with an amazing man who cares for you and adores you and worships you. And you are getting married in a couple months. Look at everything that is amazing in your life instead of focusing on the stuff that's here, but it'll be gone in a flash. And it just doesn't matter because that's really shameful for me to focus in on only what's negative about myself instead of focusing on how much hard work and dedication I put in, how proud I am of what I'm doing, the example I'm setting for all of you, how much dedication and time and investment I put into this podcast so I can help other people. I'm doing this because I want to help other people. That's why I take the time. And sometimes I lose my voice because I talk so much in the podcast, but I'm not looking for hand clapping. I'm not looking for applause. I'm not looking for people to go, oh my God, Kelly, you're so amazing. I want to help other women get to the place where I am, where I'm healing. So I really, really, really think this is such a great note to close on. And and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. I am going to reopen and restart my Facebook group that I started earlier this year called A Year of You First. Head on over to Facebook, ask to join. Starting on the Tuesday after Labor Day, I'll make the announcement in there, but I will be active in there 
and checking in and sharing exclusive content about what I'm eating, what I'm doing, what my workout is, what my weight is, what my trainer's doing, all of this kind of stuff. There will be stuff that's going to be in that group that's not going to be on my blog. It's not going to be on the podcast. It's literally just a group to support other women who are on this journey. And I really hope more of you will join. And most importantly, that you'll dive in and talk and use it to to make friends and build community and, and see what happens when we give ourselves a year, when we start prioritizing ourselves, when we tell other people we need some balance, we need some happiness, we need some contentment, we're working on ourselves. We're going to stick with it. And I'm committed to doing that. And that means this is just as much for me as it's going to be for you. I'm going to check into that group every damn day, starting the day after Labor Day for a year to prove to myself that I'm giving myself a year and to be an example to all you and lead you. So head on over to Facebook, join my group, a year of you first. Let's do this together. And I can't wait to see you there. Hey, everybody, let's talk about blood work. You've heard me talk about the importance of getting comprehensive hormonal focused blood work done since the dawn of time. Our friends at Alta Lab Tests, based out in the beautiful state of Arizona, where so many great companies are based, have the ability to service comprehensive blood work orders at 2,100 different locations across the country. I researched these guys, I've talked to the founder, I've talked to so many people at this organization, and they really genuinely care about health and wellness and helping men and women get better health for the long term. This is life-changing stuff, people. I want all of you that have not had comprehensive blood work done to head on over there now. ultalabtest.com forward slash the Kelly O Show. Order your blood work, get your health started in the right direction now.